0: Hello, Sebastian Lucido here, and welcome to 5-Minute Fresh Start. Again, we're continuing our series on being one, John chapter uh, 17, verse 20. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their words, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I have given to them, that they may be one, just as we are one, and, and you have sent me and have loved me. Love them as you have loved me. Okay, so essentially, again, we're, you know, the Trinity is three, acting as one. Marriage is two, acting as one. <clears throat> acting as one, we have uh, things together. We go through life together in the same direction, with the same focus, with the same agenda, with the same thinking. You know, we have all things in common, common ownership, equal interest. Our purpose, our goals, our unity are all the same. If we're affected, one's affected, all of us are affected. And so if there's any disruption on faithfulness or discord, it breaks up this unity and we become separate from the body. We learned uh, yesterday that the lukewarm Christian is rejected. Uh, we learned the day before that building greater barns and having a having a goal in the world for, for success, not having God as a part of that or us as a part of that <clears throat> thinking Uh, You know, seek ye first the kingdom. The kingdom's made up of people. And so, uh, you know, our entire life, our entire living should be for the kingdom of God and for each other. So I want to show you perfection. I want to show you when things are moving right. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. It says, now, Lord, look at their threats. Because they're under threats, because they're under persecution. It says, now, Lord, look at their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness we may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. When they had prayed, the place where they were assembled was shaken. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. So they're in one unity here. You're gonna see that. It says, now the multitude of those who believe were what? One heart, one soul, that means one thinking, one mind. Neither did anyone have anything that he possessed was his own, all of their resources, Homes, lands, bank accounts, you know, portfolio, investment portfolios, everyone that, that was there, all the things that were, were possessed were not their own, but they had all things in common. With great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Nor was there any that suffered lack, for all who had possessed of lands, plural, houses, plural, sold them. In other words, and this, is, this shows us that it's over time, it's not that day but over time they sold excess homes, investment properties, lands, brought the proceeds uh, of those that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet where distribution was made to each one who had need. And so when we look at this, this is the power of one when you're functioning. And it's easy under tribulation and persecution. When the Jews in World War II, the Nazis began to take over, all of a sudden everything they had was one. They tried to survive together as one, right? We need to have that ahead of time because we have the Spirit of God in us. You know, they prayed and worshiped together in one heart and one accord. The physical presence of God came in because of their unity. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, it's a separate teaching, but we're refilled with the Holy Spirit continually so our lamps don't go dry. They, they, you know, uh, this wasn't an event. It was a movement. Uh, they taught differently. They sold things. Time elapsed. They continued, they had all things in common. The focus was the body of Christ on earth because we're one with God in heaven because we're one. All of our worldly assets were our worldly assets. They weren't just ours. You know, yesterday we talked about the lukewarm Christian, day before we talked about building bigger barns. Anyone that had need, it was eliminated because the the church provided for any lack there was. You know, and so this spread, this this is perfect unity. This is what we need to get through the tribulation period. But here's the thing, if you learn it now, the blessings will be greater. You know, right now, everybody's an individual. Somebody may have $10 million and think, I'm gonna give, you know, whatever, $500,000 to, to the church. That's a tip. You know, that's not, the widow's mite was a bigger gift. You know, the amount doesn't matter, the sacrifice does. And so there shouldn't be any lack in the body of Christ. In fact, James tells us, if you see a a member in need and you don't help, what good's your faith? What good's your confession? What good is, is, does that save you not listening, not being one with others? We need to really get this point down. The doctrine of one is very important for us to be successful going forward with the world turning upside down the way it is. Anyway, that's today's message. God bless you. Please share this with family and friends. Please pray if those of you listening please pray about joining us as a partner for 10, 20, 25, 50 bucks or more a month to help us on our journey to teach God in his word. God bless you guys and have a great great day. Thanks for watching.